Good afternoon, Patriots, and today is Friday, June 2nd in the year 2023, and today is Prayer Friday. So before we get going, let's acknowledge our amazing and wonderful sponsors that we have. One of them is one of our favorite guys, especially when we deal with pedophiles, iTarget Pro. Patriots, right now, many Americans are feeling powerless. The economy isn't stable, crime continues to plague our communities, and those in charge don't seem to even care. There is something empowering about knowing that you have the skills to defend yourself, and that's why I endorse iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your home. No more inconvenient trips to the range, and you still have a ton of practice ammo. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start your training experience. Improve muscle memory, increase reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger control, and more. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, including 223, so that you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Save 10% plus get free shipping with the offer code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, when you go to iTargetPro.com right now. Again, 10% using your promo code BARDS, plus free shipping when you go to itargetpro.com. Don't rely on the government to make you feel safe. Empower yourself with iTarget Pro. That's the letter I, targetpro.com, itargetpro.com. Offer code is BARDS. All right, Patriots, and one more, which is our CB Distillery, cbdistillery.com. Awesome, awesome company. CBD products are so essential for our overall health. Something I've really come to appreciate as I've started to use their products. I'm a huge fan, as you know very well, of, of hemp in our nation. It's all legal in all 50 states. It's driven towards, a, towards health and other great aspects of that product, including fiber and renewable fuels. But CBD Distillery produces just a super high grade of CBD products, all from, product, from hemp grown here in the United States. So check them out at cbdistillery.com cbdistillery.com. Use your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. You'll get 20% off. Incredible offers there. I love their products. I've been using their CBD this, um, CBD gummies, which are real easy to digest. And no, they don't look like gummy bears. But they are chewable, and they're easy to get down quick and easy when you need a little bit of boost on the way. So they'll help with everything from revitalization, overall body health, pain, and even better sleep. So again, CBD oil is one of those amazing products that has a whole body health impact. It should be in everybody's medical kit, especially as we start to build up alternative medical resources for more of the coming insanity, which I'm sure that they have lots of things lined up. So again, cbdistillery.com, cbdistillery.com. Check it out. Use your promo code BARS, 20% off. You will not be disappointed Something you want to do right after this show. But stick around for prayers. we got a lot to do. Patriots, this is going to be a long prayer day. I'm telling you, so buckle up. Uh, I know it's probably nice outside. Lots of things going on. If But be prepared. Today's we've got a, we have a long list of prayers and the needs grow and the reputation of bringing the miracles of the Holy Spirit into this world continue to expand and the knowledge of what we're doing grows. So be honored with that. And I hope each one of you can stay around as much as possible. I did see a post here. I'm going to read it right from the beginning. And I think this is uh, before we go. This comes from Casey Bird for Jesus. Kellogg High School here in North Idaho. 
is denying a graduating student, student Travis Lore, from participating in the commencement ceremony tomorrow because he voiced his belief that boys are boys and girls are girls. Everyone should call this high school and school board office to stand with this young man and his First Amendment rights. I 100% agree. So uh, hopefully, Casey, you can put that up in the Telegram channel with some location or telephone number or something that we can do, and we can get that out there. So if you can, just look up Kellogg High School in northern Idaho. Start ringing those phones off the hook. Let them know that you're absolutely irritated at these pedophiles that are running our schools. Remind them that they are pedophile enablers and that they're groomers. And uh, give them a little blessing from Jesus and remind them that God did tell us that we need millstones for people like that. So might encourage them, too, to just remind them that we're building millstone factories in the Bards Nation and that we are uh, anxious to put them to use, that we uh, we have a long customer list, and that um, <laughs> we also we listen to the advertisement for iTarget Pro. Just saying, just saying. So, Patriots, check it out and give them a ring. Let them know how much you love Jesus and how much we hate sinners, especially pedophiles. All right, there you go. And so someone else is already just calling, and um, I'm sure you're all going to give them a loving embrace with wonderful world words from Jesus, which would be so nice. Make sure they understand how much we love Jesus. Millstones, millstones, millstones. Just subtle little reminder. All right. Okay, Patriots. So here we go. Uh, we have a lot of prayer requests today. And um, I, I think this is, like I said, it's a real reflection of what we're doing here and how important it is becoming. A real quick note, um, Bart's Fest obviously is beginning next Wednesday. It begins at uh, the, Glad, the Church of Glad Tidings in Yuba City. That'll begin. We are really getting excited about that. Um, we got our barbecuers today. We're going to have a, a dinner each night for everybody and lunches as well. Um, dinner is going to be a potluck dinner on Wednesday night. If you are attending and you would like to bring something, just pick it up locally there. You're welcome to do that. It's very it's a, you're, it's a welcome reception for that if you want to do that. We're going to be getting some stuff from, from local stores and restaurants just to set up a potluck for Wednesday night. Um the speaker list and what's going on is available on the website. You can see that, all the guest speakers coming in. And lunch, lunches for, the, let's see, Wednesday, or Thursday and Friday will either be a sack lunch or since Jim Conley is running the grill, he's thinking he might do some grill stuff, so that's great. But dinners are going to be great. Dinners are going to be definitely off the grill. We're going to be doing, it sounds like, um, ribs on Thursday night and chicken on Friday night. So lots of good stuff. Anxious to have you there. Whoever's coming, uh, ran through all of the live stream stuff today. We'll be running the tests on that on Tuesday. We're probably going to be doing, we're trying to set up a live stream here on Podbean, just so you know, but we're also going to be opening up YouTube since it's, I have it and we'll be live streaming on YouTube and we may also be live streaming on Rumble. So I say that because those are some different areas for chat. So if you're out there and you would like to join in on chat, there's some going to be some avenues for that. And we're going to build some redundancy into that program. Um, obviously, YouTube surprised everybody today and reversed their position on discussing election fraud of 2020. So you're no longer banned for that. But I think you're still being banned for telling the truth about COVID con 
and other things. And since I'm on a perpetual ban list, banned for life on Twitter for speaking the word of God and calling um, at Jack a pedophile, um, they probably still have me flagged on YouTube for saying the word of God since the last time I said it, they flagged me. But we'll keep pushing and not worry about it for now. So there we go. And away we go for today. Father, we thank you for this day and this assembly of great people, great hearts of kingdom that have come together here to pray together, to assemble, to pray for the prayer request put before us. And so as we begin this, Father, we just declare our authorities before you and before the throne as given to us by our Savior, Jesus. We ask today that you'll hear our prayers with the hearts that we have of truly giving for one another, humbled before you, and ask that if these are your will today, that you honor and bless these prayers, and we see these prayers happen as quickly as possible. There's many people in need, Father, as you well know, and as we have come to appreciate more and more, you are hearing so deeply the passions and needs of others through the prayers that we issue. So thank you, Father. We're truly blessed. We're blessed by all that is given. And Jesus, we just ask that you'll join us in this session today to be with us and to hear and and work with us in these prayers, to breathe and, and walk in everything that we do with us. And with that, we open the doors and welcome the Holy Spirit to fill our lives and fill our rooms and fill this, this space that we are creating to now reach into other people's lives in need and try to bring about some of the, the glories and love and beauty that only kingdom can deliver. So we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. All right, patriots, let's kick it off. Prayer request for today. This was to myself this morning. Thank you. You don't know how much I appreciate it. My 84-year-old father. And hang on just a second. I'm, I'm before I start this. I just realized I didn't note who said this prayer request. And this is this prayer request is from uh, Sturdy Barbie. W T G K G. Sturdy Barbie W T K G says thank you. You don't know how much I appreciate it. My 84-year-old father, Jody Cutler, is in the final stages of cancer that I know was caused by the vaccine. It happened very quickly. My entire family is vaccinated despite my youngest son, who is now 22, being permanently and severely disabled by his last DTAP at 18 months. We've been shouting that that from the rooftops for 20-plus years. Even though my son won a settlement pittance, it says, in in vaccine court, and we pleaded with family and friends not to get the vaccine. No one listened. My mom died. My mom did read the real Dr. Fochi at my oldest son's request and decided against the booster, but the damage has already been done. I've been keeping a list of people who know who have suffered or died after having the vaccine, but nothing prepared me for adding my dad which sounds terribly selfish. I've been listening to Scott religiously for quite some time and now and would time now and would be and would be forever grateful if he would please raise my father up in prayer that he doesn't suffer that God forgives him and welcomes him to heaven. Thank you and God bless. Father, we are going to be in this walk, we all know and have known that this is going to become an increasing issue 
as we face the consequences of bad decision. And unfortunately, a weak faith and an overcommitment and trust to the institutions that sadly we should have been able to trust. Well, let me get in this, we can begin this prayer today just with a request for forgiveness and mercy. That this, the Father here is being asked for, be forgiven for the choices made. Sturdy Barbie WTG, WTKG is asked that he be forgiven and asked and be allowed to come to heaven. And Father, you know his heart, and we know the love that you have, and we know that how much forgiveness you extend. So we pray for mercy, we pray for forgiveness, but with that, Father, we equally pray for an awakening and an awareness of accountability to just come to the realization in his state of where of what needs to be done, and primarily to come to Jesus, to ask for forgiveness and repent, and to build a closer and more intimate place with Jesus in, in these hours that he's in. Father, we do not know your will in this case but we also are going to ask and pray for a miraculous healing. A decision like this that was made in forgiveness given, we can see a body healed and we pray for the body to be healed completely, miraculously, to stun doctors, to overcome the odds, to literally restore this body. And in so doing, bring the father of Sturdy Barbie WTKG to become a voice, a powerful voice in kingdom of someone who's been who's received the blessing of your hand, who's received the healing of your hand and understands where that comes from to transform his heart and become and make him a voice, a powerful voice with testimony of the love of Christ and the power of faith. We ask these things in Christ's name. Here is a prayer from Staying Alive. She lost her five-year-old daughter, Sophia, who was murdered in Elbert County, Colorado last December. And so she writes, I know you're focused on getting ready for Bart's Fest. By the way, I very much want to attend, but I w- wouldn't be able to get there until the 9th because Sophia's memorial service celebration of life is scheduled for June 8th. I'm rather busy to too, getting the last things in order for her memorial. It's going to be good a good evening where our loved ones can honor her memory and her life together, but it's not exactly like planning a birthday party, so it's a bit intense. Anyways, I just wanted to check in and take you up on your offer to send a prayer request to this email. I am doing my best and keeping my faith strong, but definitely feel the weight of all these things involved with Sophia's death. So for now, if you could please just keep me in your prayers, I would appreciate it. I feel a responsibility to do some difficult things because of the circumstances and because God chose to let me live for some reason. I know I won't be able to live with myself if I don't do what the Lord asks me. I'm not talking about guns blazing. It's more about the long game, but I can't and won't go into details here. Just know I appreciate your prayers whether openly or privately, and that you've been an encouragement to me for a long time. I listened to your podcast during some very difficult times with Sophia, when, was still, when Sophia was still alive, when I didn't know if we would, be, would both be killed, when I was suffering greatly because of my daughter was being harmed and I couldn't stop it, when I was living in a nightmare and now she is safe with Jesus. She, can't, she isn't being hurt anymore. 
God took her home and he left me here. So my DNA, my body, and my brain are realizing my baby is not in danger anymore. And while there is still a lot to feel and a lot to process, I am thankful that my brain works again and thankful Sophia is finally safe. But to do, but I do struggle with many things. So I'm rambling, but I think you get the point. Thank you for being a guiding voice and for doing what you do. I'm taking a risk by reaching out, but my idea of risk is different now that I don't have a baby to try to, to try and protect. So here we are. God bless you. You're not taking a risk. That's what we're here for. That's our mission is to pray and to call in the Holy Spirit and to set up hedges of protection and to do what God asks us to do. So thank you for the request, staying alive. Father, when we read prayers and requests like this, I think the most of us have can feel the pain but cannot totally process the loss of what it is unless you've done it or had to suffer through it of your own child especially a mother. Father, I, we don't know the details of this circumstance, but you do. And you know the heart of staying alive. You know the heart of the situation. And you know the suffering and weight that's on this person. Father, we begin just today by praying for a hedge of protection around her. A hedge of protection to give her strength, a time to, re, to recompose, a separation from any threats that may be there and a detachment from any sort of evil or demonic influence that may be trying to creep in. The weight of a death is heavy on us, especially one that comes with brutality or unexpectedness. And so we pray for a healing heart. We pray this so that staying alive's heart will be healed. And Jesus, we just ask for your presence here to step in and to be with her as our prayers reach to mend and our prayers seek to heal. We know that that pain is not something that is easily removed. Jesus, we ask for the blood, the blood to heal, the blood to touch, the blood to give confidence. For any of the darkness that may be luring in, may it be removed. Whatever mission you put on the heart of staying alive, Father, may it be a mission of clarity, not one rooted that is distorted when it arrives in the heart into the ideas of vengeance. May the heart be a heart of forgiveness and a loving heart leaning on you for justice. And may that mission you've set before staying alive in the long game, as she refers to, may it be one of clarity and fulfillment and one that honors her daughter, Sophia, in a long walk to make her loss and her life truly something of memory and glory for so many others. May the story resonate deeply with the other people's hearts. May it awaken them into the value and, and glory and beauty of the children that we are given. And may the preciousness of life become something of great value to those that hear this story. Guide her, Father. Protect her. We pray in this hour for the hedge of protection to be strong and mighty that nothing can penetrate. And the heart of staying alive be healed and strengthened. Prayers for Christopher, our oldest, turning 18 in July. He's had a complete mental breakdown after running away over Memorial Weekend, was gone for 30 hours and returned, refusing to speak to anyone, even the officers. He's now been taken to Behavioral Center. We know this is a de demonic possession that he's been struggling with for a while, and we aren't taught deliverance firsthand but have tried our best. 
Now he's in the hands of the system. We thank God he, for knowing where he is. It seems like our only option. We just want our son back. Him as a whole, this isn't our son. He's not even proud of himself graduating almost a year earlier. Uh, in in an accelerated program outside of a typical public school. It was his mom's birthday last night before he ran away. He's not going to walk across the stage, but not even may may not even be a graduate at the graduation party. I'm just asking for prayers for him to open his heart and deliver him from the devil or for the evil one that's taking him away rather than stop rather than subduing him with what they think will bring him back. J.C. Cress. Jesus, this is a moment. And we're asking for the, the blood and the power of your name. We pray that the demonic influences around this young man for Christopher be rebuked, that the influence is placed in the whispers and the influences in thought, the chaos that's being brought to his soul, be stayed, that those whispers be gagged, and that the demons be pushed back and rebuked to allow Christopher to hear truly the words of our Father and the words of you, Jesus. May he find the peace that only heaven can bring within his heart, and in so doing, find his need to come to you, Jesus, to humble himself before you, to ask for forgiveness and to seek rebirth in the moment and speak the words necessary to cast out this demonic force, to identify and to understand the source of what this is that he's dealing with, to see it, to proclaim it, to denounce it and to rebuke it and to be set free. Father, it is our call to free ourselves, to keep ourselves free and to help others become free. And in this call, in this prayer right now, Father, we're praying to help another become free. We pray that any of the influences around him will be stayed to such a magnitude that no matter what they do, they will not be able to influence Christopher. May the family find the power and the love of the words necessary to be heard within Christopher's heart. May they find the strength to reunite, and may the moment be given, Lord, to bring this family together, since the family is the knitted unit that gives us strength to operate together. May they bear witness to whatever is necessary for Christopher to speak, and may their hearts be opened with love to receive that witnessing statement, those moments, to share with him the pain, to lift it off his shoulders, and to release the burdens and the chains that are shackling him to the darkness. Father, we pray this to help Christopher stand up, to be restored in the fullness of kingdom. May his heart be opened to the fullness and love of what kingdom can bring. May he be given the love of the angelic around him, protecting him from any sort of a continued attack. And Jesus, may your presence be so profound that he sees it, witnesses it, experiences it within every fiber of his body to not being able to deny or question who the glory of our of our Savior, the glory of our kingdom, the glory of our Father is. We bless him. We guide. We pray for the guidance necessary to lead him out of this darkness and for full restoration. We pray complete restoration and healing for him. We say these things and declare these things with the authorities given to us 
by our Savior Jesus. Amen. I want to ask prayer for my daughter, Angie. She took both jabs a year ago, which caused some division between us. I have kept an eye on any side effects she may experience. Recently, she started seeing spots on, spots off and on. I had just heard a report that there has been many vision problems associated with this. She found out today she has some blood clots in the back of her eyes, but the doctor said they don't want, they don't, they don't know what's causing it. Pray she will seek out the information I have before I have set before her uh, and before her appointment on Wednesday. Thank you, C.L. Klein. Father, this young girl has been, in many ways, appears to have been captured by what seems to increasingly be a common trend within this injection, that it closes off the mind. It closes off the willingness to hear somehow keeps us in the darkness and keeps those that took it in the darkness to avoid them from facing the truth. Whatever evil this is, Father, we rebuke it. You're declaring our authorities over this young lady to be healed completely, that Angie, who is dealing now with spots on her eyes, that those spots be removed, that her medical appointments as she continues to go forward will find nothing wrong with her, but what will settle into her heart is the origins of where this healing came from, that she will be able to face the fact that it was the blessings and mercy given, Father, by you. That's the blood of Christ that heals the sacrifice on the cross that gave us these authorities and powers in this world. Jesus, we pray for an immediate encounter that she can see you, witness you, and be filled truly with the glove of the Holy Spirit to understand truly where the true sense of truth is and in so doing face the truth of a decision she made to establish accountability honesty within her heart, and humbleness before the throne. Father, we pray here for total healing, but not only healing in the body, but healing in the soul and the spirit, healing in the heart. Do respect her mother for what she's been saying, her mother who's been caring and trying to guide for her to no longer disregard those words as crazy or foolish or whatever they are, but to listen, to learn the power of listening as this influence of this injection is shed from her body, drawn out of her veins, and that she's restored to the fullness of health the kingdom intended. And as a consequence, Father, we pray truly that this young lady will become a powerful voice within kingdom, yet another soldier on the front line with a testimony of healing and awareness and understanding and accountability to understand that where she, what she has been given now gives her an amazing voice and platform to speak to others about the honesty and the true power of the Holy Spirit and what you've given us in this world. Please pray for my friend, Fire Medic 8, and his family, Eric. Father, we don't know what these circumstances are for Fire Medic 8 and his family, but we do extend prayers for them. You know what they are in need. We pray for them. We pray that they will have a hedge of protection around them, and we pray that whatever resources and healing that they need, that it is provided to strengthen this family, to knit this family closer together within the body of Christ, and to whatever crisis they're facing, to lead them into something that's greater, more fulfilling, more in love with our, our Savior, and more in love as a family and stronger as a family unit. 
A friend of mine named Chris shared this prayer request. Please pray for him, for my wife, Sarah. She's been, please pray for my wife, Sarah. She's been in the ER with, the, with what seemed like heart failure. Turns out to be pneumonia, making her heart race so hard she couldn't sleep or walk much. Didn't have the first symptom of pneumonia. Now the fight is battling doctors who want to push heart meds and a bone marrow biopsy and other junk. Matthew. Father, we requesting a prayer for Sarah, a prayer for amazing healing and a, a type of healing that leaves doctors stunned and speechless. We are living in a medical tyranny now, Father, where doctors don't listen, they don't pray, they don't lean into you, they just try to find whatever medicines they can to jam into people to fulfill their shallow knowledge of what true healing is. So, Father, we pray for healing for Sarah. Whatever this healing is that she needs, if it's pneumonia, if it's a heart issue, whatever this is, to have this completely removed from her body, we declare this healing over her as if we have hands over her. We ask that this, this body be restored and healed completely. That the doctors that are attending to her will be amazed, not have any explanation for this, but left with that nagging and gnawing necessity to start looking upwards to you with eyes on you rather than eyes on their medical charts. Jesus, we pray for an encounter in this, with this young lady. And we pray that the Holy Spirit will just fill this room and fill this the lives and hearts of anybody that comes into this room, that they'll truly be touched in such a way to start understanding that healing is a most powerful thing that comes from our Father. And Father, we also pray that Sarah, as she is healed, will again become another soldier on the front line of this war to give testimony to the miracles of healing, to seek Jesus in her walk and to become a powerful voice yet again to influence those around them to walk away from the tyranny and start walking into the love of heaven. Hey, Bart's fam, my spirit is weary and downcast. This week I was somewhat hesitant to even get out of bed. Like, why bother? But God gets me up and I'm, and I'm going each day, which I'm thankful for. I hate feeling this way. I hate feeling this way. And now I know I need to spend more time with Father. He told me today it's okay to just sing worship songs, read his word, and cry out to him as much as I need to. That is the answer for my weariness. If you feel led to pray for my weary heart and confused mind, I appreciate it, Heather. Father, we're, we are burdened by a pulpit and a church and a teaching within our faith that somehow isolates you from us, that there's supposed to be some sort of formality in which we speak to you and we hide the depths of what we carry in our heart. As a general and collective forgiveness, we ask for forgiveness for that sin, quite frankly, of stepping away from you in a process of being afraid to speak truth. Father, for Heather, we ask for a strengthening of the heart, a boldness of honesty, a powerful moment now to be able to speak how she feels, to, to lift off those burdens, those fears, those anxieties, the pain, whatever she's weighing on, and to let you hear her heart in truth. 
And Father, with that, we declare healing. And we ask that if it's within your will to truly give her such a powerful return on that honesty, that she will be left amazed and stunned by the glory in which kingdom fills the room and fills her heart, the power of the Holy Spirit to restore the strength of the Spirit and return energy, and truly the blessings that only come from our gift given to us by the sacrifice of Christ on the cross. And Jesus, we just pray that there can be an encounter with you, with the Holy Spirit, that will just leave her in awe, leave her heart filled, not empty, to restore that beauty and love and kingdom, to realize that we will overcome this world and have overcome this world if we lean into our Savior. We pray for that strength of Heather's heart, a boldness in a moment in time when things seem heavy and downtrodden, but rather to be burdened by those, to step aside from that, to be an overcomer, to put eyes on heaven, and to realize the boldness and glory in which we walk in this face of this earth. For we are the sons and daughters of the Most High. I wonder if Scott would consider saying a prayer on Friday for our skies, for our gardens and trees and wildlife that are being suffocated by the evil that perpetrates the relentless chemtrailing. That's from Alice. Father, we're in an amazing time right now where we're transitioning from dependency to independence, a process by which we're trying to reclaim the relationship that we have had in the past long ago with tending to our gardens, both spiritually and physically. Father, with that comes a greater love and appreciation for the world around us. It's a miraculous gift that you're giving. As we nurture the soil, as we nurture our seeds, as we plant our plants, as we pay attention to our skies, we breathe our air, all which you've given us on this lo- in this life. As we eat the fruits from the bounty given, the endless bounty that grows. As we watch the wildlife interact and we become process of stewards, not killers. Father, with that, we pray for a, a powerful healing of this earth, a rebuke of the sort of things that they're pumping into the air. And Father, wherever these are happening, that they're dumping garbage into the skies, whether it's direct pollution from factories or whether it's chemtrailing from our, from the aircraft that fly over, we ask that whatever is put in there is just neutralized, completely neutralized. It has no effect on the environment, no effect on us, no effect on the wildlife or our plants. That each of our gardens is protected by a miraculous space of the heavenly, of the heavenly hosts that we have a truly a, a bubble of the Holy Spirit that sits around our lives. As we put our heart and love into, that, into the soil, into the plants, into our gardens, let that heart and our life expand outwards to create a protective space that nothing can penetrate. Let us also have no fear for this moment. For whatever they put into the skies, let us know that you shall overcome and that we shall overcome with you. So let us stand in this moment fearless, confident that whatever we're doing on behalf of kingdom, as we reestablish the glory of sowing seeds, that it shall be protected and that we shall work through this quickly and effectively and that our enemy can provide nothing that will succeed. Bless us, Father, and thank you, Jesus. I have a prayer request for a woman I know. Her name is Sunny. She is in her 50s and has been drug-free for almost five years. 
She used drugs since her teens, crack, cocaine, heroin, meth, everything. She quit one day when she heard the Lord tell her she was no longer addicted. Never experienced withdrawal, and in five years, she has never even had a craving. She got saved, got married to a godly man, began talking, taking care of her sister, who was brain damaged and had cerebral, and had cere, cerebral palsy. She started homesteading on her property. These past two weeks, she has been attacked by Satan. First, she had a stroke. Then, Bell's palsy kicked in, leaving the left side of her face and throat paralyzed, which makes eating and swallowing difficult. As if that weren't enough, she has compressed a compressed cervical discs that are causing her horrible, unrelenting pain and a mental metal rod in her shin from her knee replacement surgery is coming out of the bone, causing her to be in more pain. Her husband is only home on weekends due to his job. Her sister is dependent on her and Sonny soldiers on. My, my sister, who is her neighbor, helps as much as she can, especially with the outside chores, chickens and garden. But Sonny really needs healing. No, she is not jabbed. She also refuses to take any narcotics for the pain. It is sad for that someone who has overcome so much and is doing so many good things for others has been struck so low. I ask for prayers for a complete and miraculous healing. Myla. Fathers, we often realize that in the process of your greater wisdom, that there is something to be said for going through a period of pain to be restored to become greater than we were before. For whatever reason, that's the word that has been put on my heart. So, Father, we pray for a miraculous healing in this young lady, Sunny. We pray that her body, for all the pain she's in, for all the pain she suffered in her past, for whatever is causing this, whether an attack by the devil or a transition to something greater, that all of that now be cast aside, that she has a miraculous and powerful healing in her whole body, that her, that her damaged to her voice be restored, that all of this now in the Bell's palsy be removed, the side effects of that, that the literally the, the pain that she's feeling in her back be removed and the compressed cervical discs be restored to perfection and that metal spike or metal rod in her bone, that we see the whole body restored, that the bone, the metal just be dissolved within the body and the bone restored to perfection as it was originally. We pray as if we have hands upon her. We pray with the authorities given to us by our Savior. And Father, it is as if, if it is your will to see this woman restored to the magnificence and perfection in which kingdom designed her to be, but with something greater that she now has a story to tell, a story not just of overcoming drugs, but of the miracles of healing in a time when we need more healing than ever. Someone who has withstood the temptations of the vax and avoided it now can speak not only to the strength of that and the power of the Holy Spirit, but can now speak to the glories of healing within the whole body, to raise up a soldier in this army, someone on the point of the fight that can have a voice to remind people of the true sense of what faith and our authorities are in this world. So, Father, we declare healing over her, miraculous and powerful healing. 
May the pain be removed. May her body be restored. May her home, her homestead, be vibrant with life. May this moment also be one of building the appreciation for community, the humbleness to know that there are there uh, there's, are others there with her, for her, whether physically or, with, or spiritually, that she's not alone and that she has a powerful foundation to work from, to grow from, and to grow yet a new garden of greater magnitude in both kingdom and in this world. Bless her and Jesus guide her. May the blood of Christ heal her. Bart's family, please pray for journalist Gonzalo Liza. He is being held in Ukraine jail for reporting on the war. Florida girl. Father, this is a difficult prayer for me, and I will extend it, but I'll be with honest to my heart that I always am. We don't know the truth of this war. We don't know what is real and what is not. We don't even know really what has gone on with this journalist. He has been a voice that has been an interesting one to follow. This is not the first time that he's been arrested, apparently. And sadly, like all things, whether it's January 6th or whether it's his situation in Ukraine, the truth is not there for us to see or to find. Father, we pray right now for truth in this situation, whatever it may be. We actually pray for the welfare of Gonzalo Lira, and may he be, may remain safe and strong and strong of will. May he be blessed by the Holy Spirit to restore any health issues he may have. May a hedge of protection be put around him as a hedge of protection around others that are being held as political prisoners. But most of all, Father, we pray for truth. May the truth be put before us all. May the lies that continue to be spewed out by so many agencies and so many ways and angles to keep the truth obscured. May those lies be shattered and may the truth surface up above all so we can truly see the sense of what was really going on, who is to be trusted, who is not. And may the hearts of all people, whether they are on the side of deception or whether they're on the side of truth, be forced to put their eyes upon you, to be humbled before the throne. And that this war of evil that lies so much be broken to such a degree that no longer can lies take root in people's hearts and no longer can things be misled, but rather the truth will set us all free. Guide this moment, Father. Bless this moment with all that you, you have. We declare truth as in greater works than he, the power to break down the dominion of lies and to shatter that in this moment so that the truth can literally set this world free. Hello, Bart's family. My name is John. I'm 40 years old and a longtime listener. I've been suffering with migraines for several years now. I get these migraine attacks every single weekend, and it lasts for over two to three days. I get a strong and heavy pain going from my back to my eyes, and I'm really not good for nothing as long as the attacks last, and I'm walking like a 90-year-old man. The health issue is really beginning to wear on me and wear me out and affecting my everyday life and marriage as well. I have been going to doctors, taking different kinds of medications, but I don't have, I haven't found any real solution. Please pray for my, pray for me, brothers and sisters. 
Father, we pray for John. We pray for a miraculous and powerful healing on his whole body. Whatever is allowing these migraines to continue, we, we pray that it just be, will be cast out. We pray that John will have the strength to come to his knees, to speak Jesus into the world. And in speaking Jesus, may the power and full capacity of heaven be poured down upon him to heal his body fully, to restore his, the strength of who he is, and to overcome the darkness that has settled on his heart. Pain, Father, is one of the greatest tools the enemy has to wear us down, to get us weak, to start making us feel like we can't go on. Whatever is causing that pain, may it be rebuked, and may the space be created around John that no, no evil, no demonic influence can penetrate, that we truly create a shield around him, and in the process that the true sense, the true core of, this, that is of the ailment here be realized, whether it was a, something that happened when he was young, whether it was something unintentionally that he contracted with, with evil, may that come to his realization and may he be able to speak the words to rebuke it. And Jesus, we pray that you'll be present within his, within this, his life, present in a profound way to give him an encounter that's undeniable, so powerful that in so doing, he can speak those words of healing and with your hand and your grace, Jesus, you can help him rebuke and cast out those demons so they will never come back. And may this moment be one of restoration, both in his heart and his, his faith, that the remembrance and memory of being dark and feeling downtrodden be a stimulation and inspiration to be stronger and greater within the moment of these, of these moments within kingdom. To also realize that there's a fellowship here always for him, that we'll pray with him, pray for him, and that together we raise each other up. We don't have to carry these burdens alone. Father, make this moment, in, and we declare this moment to be a moment of powerful healing, physical and spiritual, a rejuvenation of the love of kingdom, the rejuvenation of the love of faith, the rejuvenation of his voice within the world as a testimony to one who has been healed and now can bring that testimony to others. Hello, Bart's family, requesting prayer for Sandy Weyer, a true patriot from Pennsylvania who lives who loves this country. She had FBI agents at her home about two years ago for her presence at the Capitol on January 6th and a 10 minute entry after being waved in over five minutes was spent in an orderly line waiting at a small door to exit. Sandy would not plea bargain and she would be confessing as she would be confessing falsehoods. Her trial is June 5th to 7th in December, in, D in D.C. She is facing 7 to 42 years in jail. There are two federal false charges against her as well. The January 6th injustices are very real. As we know, five patriots have been arrested. Pennsylvania's proximity to D.C. and with so many grassroots patriots groups throughout our state is the reason for so many attendees and wrongful arrests. Sandy is a is a professing believer, and she will so appreciate prayer from this amazing group. Cheryl. Joshua. Father, you know my heart, and you know how I feel about this injustice. It's literally a moment that we quickly arrive at that should become one of Jericho. 
So, Father, we pray today for something rather profound. Please hear our hearts and for any of those that will join because this is not a prayer of ease. This is a prayer of justice. Father, we pray for a moment like Jericho, a moment that the walls will fall. The walls of these prisons collapse. The walls of the institutions of legal that are so falsely created, that build so many lies, falsely accuse and imprison people for no reason, that that is institutions will fall as Jericho fell. May all of those that are part in the perpetuation of these lies face justice. Justice at the hand of those that can wield the justice a powerful justice that will be echo into the chambers and into the halls of all of the legal institutions around the world to remind them all that Jericho as a story still lives on, that you cannot betray your children and your people forever. Father, we pray in this moment for a hedge of protection around Sandy Weyer. We pray for this hedge of protection to guide her, and if it is your will, to set her free. However, Paul, however, Father, we're also reminded of Paul. And we ask that she's be given a, a strength and a heart of Paul, knowing very well that there are times that you place us in places that we have no idea why, even if it's against our will, our desire of this physical world. As we are led by the Holy Spirit, there are times that you will lead us to where we need to be. So whether it is your will, Father, to set her free or whether it is the will for her to have to be placed inside the walls of prison, may her heart remain free, may her spirit be filled with kingdom, and may the word of the Lord, your word, Father, be the powerful keys and tools to shake the walls in which she is, she is facing. Either the walls fall with, from outside or the walls fall from within. But our prayer of Jericho remains. May the earth be shaken May the justice be delivered. May those who are responsible be held accountable and pay the price for lying and imprisoning the innocent. And may the institutions like Jericho's walls fall and break to never be raised again. Jesus, walk with her, pray with her. And by the authorities given to us in heaven, both in healing, casting out demons, raising the dead, and doing greater works. We proclaim in a miracle moment here, Father, for Sandy Weyer to shake this institution and shake the foundations of all that we face. Guide her and protect her. Please put me on your prayer list. I'm having to get a, get colon fistula uh, re resection surgery. Let me read that again. Please put me on your prayer list. I'm having to, to get a colon fistula res, uh, resection surgery. I interviewed my gastro... Uh, gastro I'm not going to get this right. I interviewed my gastroenterologist and found out he doesn't believe in correct pain management and proper medication when you come out of surgery. My bladder feels like it's going to explode, and I found another surgeon at a different facility, and I'm asking that I can get, it with, get in with him this week because he's booked out for a month due to Texas, infu, to, to, to Texas infiltration. I am learning it may be the hospital is forcing the doctors 
who signed contracts with the hospital facilities to use this non-pain protocol after surgery. I am so grateful that, doc, that that doctor slipped and told me, thank you, Lord, for making the escape from the psychopath hospital, Deb. Father, we, whatever the confusion is that lays on this moment, we pray that there be a clarity and a discernment that settles in with Deb and that whatever pain that is with her, that that pain be overcome. May she seek those natural remedies that will help relieve that pain, whatever those are. May she be guided in her heart to those places. Those things, whether that be like a CBD oil or whether that be something other, may the remedies needing for her needed for her become clear and that she was able to follow protocols that are outside of the hospital's protocols to find the, the relief that she needs and the healing that she needs. Father, we pray for full restoration of the body and healing of the body and that she is then restored without need for surgery unless surgery has been done. And if surgery has been done, then we pray for a complete and restorative healing without pain and pain-free. May her path take her to a greater direction away from hospitals. May the resources and openings be provided in doors that only you can open to lead her to the voices and to the professionals that can provide a way of healing and getting through this moment that is not dependent upon a medical tyrannical system that always seeks to extol pain, do cutting and extraction, and use pharmaceutical drugs not to heal, but to cause more problems. So, Father, in this moment where so much seems to be distorted, we pray again for the clarity for Deb, the discernment that steps forward, and the opportunities and resources there before her to bring about a pathway towards healing and restoration, and we pray for full restoration and healing in her body. Please pray for my husband to see how bad alcohol is for him. Please, he can't do it alone, but still has, hasn't given in, given it to Yahushua. I'm sorry, to Yahweh. I thought he, I thought he had, but I was wrong. Don. There's a reason, Father, that it's called spirits. We know that. For it opens the door to the demonic and the possession and the influences of the darkest of dark. Alcoholism is a disease that settles in on the people's heart that is so overcoming that it's difficult for them to reflect. You know in my own walk the friends that I've had to try to help through this and how this is one of these beasts that continues to knock at the door even when they think they've overcome. Father, we pray for Don's husband, but we do more than prayer. We declare a healing over him, a spiritual healing, a physical healing that will separate him from the desire of ever having a sip of alcohol again. Jesus, we pray for your presence here to have a profound impact on his life, so profound that he finds it clear that he must come before you, humble himself before you, and plead his sins. And in so doing, Jesus, we pray that he'll be set free. Set free from this demonic influence that any of those demons that are now speaking around him are rebuked and held back, that they cannot intercede anymore with their influence. And Jesus, that you push yourself 
and place yourself before him so that he witnesses you. And in the witnessing of this and the power of the Holy Spirit, that he not only rebukes what he's doing, but rebukes the influences and demonic that are around him to speak truth to power, to speak Jesus into the world. And in so doing, be healed completely. And in this entire process, be restored within the glory and perfection the kingdom intended. And in restoring to become a voice, as each one is healed, let their voice be heard of the miracles of healing of the, of the heavens, that the miracles that God, Father God brings in healing are healing us. And in so doing, speak boldly into the world, to speak Jesus into the world, to lead others to the same glory. We pray healing, Father, over Don's husband. I was talking to my oldest daughter and her fiancé the other night on the, on the phone. He's the one who had the four-wheel accident. He mentioned doing a guy's Bible study, and my daughter eagerly agreed. I told him I'd video chat Wednesday. When we got on the call Wednesday night, he said my, mother, he said my other daughter's fiancé, who might have some PTSD, wanted, he, wanted to join, so they linked him in. The two of them had tried to start a study to study a couple of months ago, but neither could lead it effectively. So they looked at me. We talked about what they wanted and, I, and what I thought it should look like. That whole time, the two couples were showing kind affection, the type of, of respect that you like to see in a couple. It did my heart good. We're starting in James, and then I'm, I'll take them into one John. The one who had the accident has had immense debt from his two or three months of hospital stay with serious brain surgery. Thursday, he called the hospital, and he was told that it had been reduced to a few $10,000 and that it would soon be resolved. He was elated. Thanks for the prayers. So prayers for me to be the leader these guys need. I love them both dearly. Keith. Well, Father, thank you for the blessings. As we know, kingdom can provide and you can provide everything that we need. And it always comes in the most unusual ways. It's never about money. It's about resources. And though money is often part of the outcomes that we need in this world, let us continue to pray for the resources through the heart of Jesus. And let us be reminded that in our walk as we walk, it is not just us in the body, but Jesus in our body as well. As we are in the body of Christ, he is in, in with us. Father, we are blessed with the news of these two couples and the news of, of one who's now seeking that way with Jesus. And we ask for a blessing upon Keith, a powerful blessing, to continue to give him the direction, the wisdom, the path ahead to bring the word into their lives, to empower the world with the passion and the love of kingdom, to have it overwhelm him, overcome him in such a beautiful way that the words needed to share that become easy and flow. And that the passion for Jesus and the love for, our, 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 for you, Father, becomes so magnetic that the others only seek to dig in more and that through each step, each one seeks to step up higher, to raise each other up, and to become greater in the voice of the greater kingdom that we're establishing here on earth. Prayer request. My family needs to feel God's love today. Thank you kindly, Andrea. 
We just pray for the Holy Spirit to settle in on Andrea's family in a powerful and, and miraculous way, a way that shakes everything, that transforms everything, that this becomes a new moment in their life. With that will come some uneasiness and some fear. With this will come questions, but let these questions be inspirations and the fire of righteousness and and purity to seek a greater and deeper love and relationship in Christ. Jesus, may your presence be there for them, that as they feel inspired and yet shifted, that their lives pivot, that their eyes fall upon you, and that you're there to extend that hand of love and glory and healing, to remind them truly of what this life is truly about. And may the family then become tighter and more united through the body, through the body of Christ as Christ fills each of them. And may this family become more united in this moment of trial and, and challenge that through their prayers and through, their, through this experience with the Holy Spirit that they themselves become part and one with the body in a deeper way to become stronger as a family unit and a symbol for others to be overcomers in times of challenge. Hey, family, put, your fam- put our family in your prayers, please. Difficult decisions coming on my parents' health care and also s- splits among family members. God bless all. Dad is, is sundowning badly. Uh, but all night, night mom's Parkinson's is advancing t- uh, to be bedbound. Thank you. All night mourns. I'm sorry, Parkinson's advancing to be bedbound. Thank you, Laura Lee. Father, Laura Lee is just at the heart of, has such a deep heart for Jesus. And she's a fighter and she's a warrior. And these are difficult times that ultimately all children face as our parents age and we take the responsibility to helping them, nurturing them as they nurtured us. Father, we ask for just a blessing upon this family, an immense blessing of love, compassion, and strength for Laura Lee and her fellow siblings. We just pray for clarity, that there be no no difficult discussions about parsing up things, but rather the focus be truly on what the focus must be, on the caring for, tending to the family, her father and her mother. Father, we just pray for if, if we can't have healing, be it your will, though we do pray for a miraculous healing and we declare healing over her father. We pray healing for her parents and healing in a way to restore them in the clarity of mind and the functioning of body that as they age, they age gracefully and without pain, without trauma, without mental, mental destabilization. We pray that as a blessing upon them all to share this moment in life in its glory. And if that is your will, Father, we pray that to happen immediately and miraculously. And whatever your will is, Father, we, as we declare healing, we also declare no pain and no confusion, and we to declare peace in both thought and mind. To knit this family together in this process to make this family closer, more united in themselves, more united in the body of Christ. And Jesus... This is one of these moments in such a glorious way. We just ask for your presence to be seen and to be experienced by each of them, to witness the glory of you, our Savior, the powerful moment that you can bring 
through the blood, through the kindness, through the mightiness as a warrior you are, to inspire, to lift, to heal, and to bless. Thank you, Jesus. Scott, I want to thank you for the prayers my daughter and I are now talking. Let me start again. Scott, I want to thank you for the prayers. My daughter and I are now talking. We didn't talk for about one and a half years. We are unable to we were we are unable to discuss certain topics, so we've agreed not to bring them up. She, Crystal, knows the vaccines are bad. Crystal is now seeking alternative medicine. Praise the Lord and thank you so much. I have another prayer request. Kira is my granddaughter. Her mother, Crystal, wants to send her to college, Portland or Colorado. Kira is already confused about the, the gender crap. She thinks I'm mean by disagreeing with LGBTQAI triple plus. She thinks I am an insurrectionist, xenophobe, racist. My prayers for her is to come back to her, to come back to Jesus. My prayer is that she does not go to college. Some guy is coming here to Salt Lake City to interview my granddaughter for volleyball and a full scholarship to Colorado this week. Please pray it doesn't happen and that she doesn't go. Thank you, family. Without all you, I would have I would would have went insane, Debbie. Father, we just begin by thank you and praise. A praise for all that you continue to bring, the prayers answered, and the healing that continues to be shed among the many and shared among the many that seek. So thank you, Father. We're deeply humbled. And we're blessed in so many ways as we humble ourselves before you. We know that this is a time of so much pain and so much weight that carries on each of us. So thank you for lifting that weight. Thank you for hearing us and understanding that in our perfection and your love for us, that you continue to raise us up and show us the power and glory in the tools of warfare centered on love. Father, in this moment, as you have blessed Debbie and her daughter to be able to speak once again, Crystal, we now know that there's a granddaughter, Kira, that's been affected by things directly or indirectly. That as works so aggressively, the father of lies and his minions are working to constantly twist and turn the most fundamental realities that we live in. The idea that gender is plural, that gender is a choice, that the debauchery that is seen by thou shalt do without will, without accountability, becomes a standard in the way we live. The morality is cast out. And ultimately, these youth build their houses not on the rock of faith, but on the foundations of sand. Father, we pray for Kira. We pray a hedge of protection around her. And with that, we pray for wisdom and discernment. That she, this influence that's being whispering into her and confusing her, that that influence, that demonic influence be rebuked. And that the scales that have slowly grown over her eyes be stripped away. That the truth that sits before her be made clear. And that the true love and heart of Jesus be put before her front and center. Jesus, we pray for your presence now. More than ever to have a powerful moment of the Holy Spirit filling this young girl, Kira, 
and that your presence there will remind her of the true power of love and the mightiness of kingdom, that there is only one God, and that that God we worship has only two genders, and that we each of us were made in the perfection of our Father. No confusion, simply a clarity of understanding and mission. Whether or not she attends college, Father, that is your will. And while we hear the prayers of not going to college, I have this word to say, we are not to fear. And the word you've given me is, let fear not be our obstacle to allowing the children to step into the world. But rather, may we pray for their strength. May we pray for their clarity. May we pray for their discernment. May we pray for their mightiness within the Holy Spirit. Because rather than retracting and pulling them back, may we have the confidence in Jesus that they will walk with to be able to step in even to the enemy's lair. And rather than being influenced and succumb, be mighty warriors within to shake and and break down the walls that they try to build. So Father, whatever your will, wherever Kira is to stay away from college or whether she's to go to college, whether she accepts a scholarship or doesn't accept a scholarship. Our greatest prayer is the strength in Jesus and to break the bonds and the connections and ties that were somehow created in her life that allows the influence of the demonic spirits that possess this LGBTQ garbage may be shred from her and may this true strength of who she is become present and the gift that you've given her in sports be fulfilled, but not as one confused, but as one clear as a voice and a child of you, a child of perfection in the mightiness of kingdom. Hello, Bards Nation. I am a longtime follower of Bards FM, and this is my first and urgent prayer request. My 26-year-old son has been addicted to fentanyl for about a year now. He finally decided to quit. However, he has chosen to go through his withdrawals in a remote cabin in the mountains of Idaho. The hardest part of the intense physical withdrawals has hit him. He's two to three days into it. His name is Wyatt, and if you could please include him in your prayers, it would be greatly appreciated. Thank you. Update. As of today, 6-1, Wyatt has made it through the hardest part of the physical withdrawals. However, it will be a couple of weeks before he will be back 100% physically. Now, now the hard part begins, the lifelong fight against the mental and emotional addiction. Thank you for your prayers, Bars Nation. I believe Father answered, G. Black. Father, you've given us testimony of a fighter, a young man who is willing to take on one of the greatest evils one could have within their body, fentanyl, a drug that not only is addictive and debilitating, but ultimately kills. You've shown this through his presence and through the prayers that we're sharing here of a young man that's fighting for life and being great with the sword of the Spirit wielding it in face of the darkest of demons and doing it in an isolated cabin away from influences of the world. So, Father, we declare over this young man, miraculous healing, but greater than that, we're proclaiming the raising of the dead to lift this spirit up in the mightiness of kingdom to overcome the darkest of bowels that he's walked within. We proclaim this child in the face of you, Father, to be one to be completely healed, and we declare his healing fully. 
that the addictions and the connections to the darkness be severed mightily as we wield the sword of the spirit to cut them and to free those shackles that hold him down and try to pull him deep within the bowels of the father of lies and the traps that he's set. May Satan be rebuked and be set aside. May the demons be cast out and may he speak the word Jesus into the world. Jesus, we ask for your presence to give him an encounter that's so profound that nothing will be left but other than eyes on you and the pursuit of kingdom in a glorious way. Let the fears of the father and the mother of this young man be cast aside. May their hope and the power and glory and kingdom be elevated. And may they put their focus truly on the healing of him, not concerned about a future of dealing with the echoes and memories of a past, but instead let us embolden him through our prayers for a mighty future of a spokesman for kingdom that can speak to the darkness to raise others out from this pit and use him as a model, as a warrior in this fight to be able to reach those and lead him into the fight, to reach into those that are struggling with this addiction and to be able to guide them home and bring them freedom. Father, raise up this young man, Wyatt. Give him the strength and fantastic power that only you can give. And strengthen him in this walk forward. Use him now as a warrior in this fight, the one of the darkest fights we have. And may he be on the front lines to slay the enemy to smote the attacks put out by evil and to stay a space that no one can penetrate as a hedge of protection is put around him and as we as that is given he will give it to others to lead them to the glory of kingdom and the love in you we say these things in Christ's name Reggie Dinneker is calling on the body of Christ to pray for his daughters Hannah and Sarah who are saved with falling into the temptations of this world. Chris. Well, Father, we know that this war is being waged on your children. And so as we pray for Hannah and Sarah, we also pray for other children to establish a mighty hedge of protection around them. And with Sarah and, and Hannah, may that hedge of protection be impenetrable by evil. May within that space, the true angelic feel and the Holy Spirit consume and open their hearts up to the glory, love, and power of love in this world. May the confusion or temptations that are placed before them be cast away. May the wholesomeness of the heart, the purity of who we are, strengthen and glow. And Jesus, may your presence be there in such a profound way that they are witness to our Savior, to you as a mighty warrior both who has the compassion to love and the power to smote an enemy with a single blow. Let us fill these youth with the glory, power, and mightiness of kingdom. And our prayers truly are this grandfather, that as we are now facing an enemy that wants to whisper the concept of his lies to try to make people believe that the only path forward is to fulfill what our selfish and personal physical needs are, let them all be touched by the glory and power of you as the one God, the true God, the God of hosts, that we are truly the sons and daughters of the Most High, and that each one has been given a task, an intention for creation in this world. And may that blessing touch the hearts of all of the youth to rip away the confusion and the questioning of who they are, but rather to lead them into a place of putting their eyes on you and to seek Jesus, to discover 
in the miracles of life, who they are in their purpose here on earth. May this blessing be given not only to Hannah and Sarah, but may this blessing be sparked through the entire youth of this time, that they be an inspiration and that eyes turn to heaven and rather than turning to earth. Prayers needed. Please lift me, my daughter, and my grandson and other family members up in prayer that we did not contract COVID in Arizona. We were in close contact with someone that tested positive today. Song, scripture, and my thoughts. Well, Father, we just pray for health and healing for song, scripture, and and my thoughts and her and her family. We know that in this whole process, much of this COVID issue has been perpetuated and raised up, that it was a flu that ultimately has led us to a deeper fear. May that be cast out. May there be no fear within the hearts of any of this family. May it be totally confirmed to them in their heart that they are fine and safe within the umbrella of the love of the Holy Spirit. And may the profound sense of healing that we will declare over them settle in on their hearts as we declare healing on this family, strength on this family, protection on this family, that that leaves no doubt as to where they are, what's going to happen or what will come, but rather strength and boldness and mightiness and kingdom. And to understand truly that all comes from you, all is given to you, and all the blessings that we have fulfill us in the way that the enemy, no matter what it forges, cannot succeed. A quick prayer request for my, a quick prayer request family. My friend that we prayed for Friday, she was a farm supplying meat and is having seizures, getting worse, having trouble walking, and please pray for miraculous healing. Update. I had updated in, on the evening live chat that my friend immediately after last Friday's prayer started going downhill. Seizures, increases, numbness, motor issues. It turned out into a mixed blessing. Her turn for the worse got her into a, into a, DO, a doctor. MRI scheduled and PT starting this morning, Friday. We had prayed, she, we had prayed for this as well. At, P- at PT this morning, the therapist found things she didn't like, so she had a, she is headed straight to the hospital for a full-body MRI. I am proclaiming this to be another answered prayers. Please pray with me that the MRI shows a, a quick remedy and complete healing. Also pray comfort and strength for my friend and her sweet family. Thank you again. Leg twin. Leg, yeah, leg twin, Texas. Well, Father, again, a blessing answered in the way that you always work. As we seek one direction, you open the many doors that we may not expect. We're reminded here that some of the tools and medicine are still needed. That some of these things will are a stepping towards accomplishing the greater goal of healing and ultimately restoration within the soul and the spirit. Father, in this moment here, we pray for a miraculous healing, that whatever is revealed on this MRI not only provides truth, but provides comfort to know what it is that we're dealing with. And in so doing, if those tools are for us to pray upon, or if it's something that can be corrected through a quick and easy process, 
or maybe not even easy, but at least a, a solution found. May that become present within this MRI. We pray healing over this friend of leg twin. We pray miraculous healing that she can be restored and get back to tending to her farm. That this moment of, as she goes through here that has weakened her makes her stronger. That this process she's going through as she goes through a healing process, we realize that it's through the power of the Holy Spirit that she's healed ultimately. And that each of these steps be realized as a gift from you, Father a gift of opening her eyes, a gift to seeing more clearly, a gift to restoring her body to fullness, a gift to letting go and trusting in you. Guide this woman, Father, in her healing. Give her strength and mightiness. We, we declare healing over her, total healing and restoration of her body, mind, soul, and spirit. Prayers for uh, Lance Corporal at Catherine Arnett for her hearing on Monday and for justice. Well, Father, we pray for Lance Corporal Arnett. We pray that she will continue to seek Jesus in her path. We pray that on Monday that there will be a justice settled in, that this event, no matter what the complications are around it, whatever is known and unknown, that you know all, that this can become a reminder in the parables of the old woman that sought justice from a judge that gave none. That this is a moment where true faith shows through and the system sees the clarity. And whatever is known or unknown of this case, all of this becomes restored properly to proper justice. No egos. No, no hidden anything. That honesty and ultimately our prayers are for Lance Corporal Arnett that in her quest here to seek justice, that justice is given to her and restoration in her heart, strength in this walk is provided and then as she walks the path that you lead her on no matter where it leads. She's proven herself to be a Marine, whether allowed to remain in or not. There's a deeper value set there, Father, that is, that is admirable. So we pray for that, that that will continue to elevate and rise up within her, that she'll become an example for many, that she becomes deeper within the body of Christ, that she becomes a shining example of strength in hours where things seem to be dark. And may that gift that she's given continue to spread out, realize, and become a greater gift into the community of the body of Christ. I've been a longtime Bars listener, and I'm so incredibly thankful for this group. I've been dealing with cancer, and thankfully, it's shrinking. Over this past year, I, am also, I also take care of my elderly parents. Three weeks ago, I found out my dad acting strange. I found my dad acting strange, then passed out and went unconscious. Prayers and quick response from free from fire and ambulance, and he was revived but is dealing with multiple issues. Then two weeks ago, my mom had a PET scan this week and revealed cancer in multiple areas. We are seeing an oncologist Friday for the full report of the scan and what it actually showed. All of us are unjabbed. Please pray for my parents and my ability to continue caring for them both. Thank you and God bless you all. Prayers are the only way I have are the only way as I have little trust in medical treatments during this crazy times, Patty. So, Father, as you've 
placed on my heart to remind Patty, if she's listening, to please check out the protocols of Dr. Lee Merritt and to remember that there are others as well, Dr. Artis and others out here that are providing alternative methods to the dealing with cancer. That the doctor and the medical institution ultimately are designed around death and destruction of the body rather than restoration. So our prayer begins with the word to seek those that have given the knowledge that you've provided to seek the paths alternatively to the t- to tyrannical treatments of the medical system. That said, Father, we pray for the healing of Patty's father and mother, a restoration of their health so that as they age, they age peacefully without pain and without issue. The heaviness of taking care of our parents as they age can be, can be overwhelming. We pray that Patty will be rejuvenated, rejuvenated with the Holy Spirit, rejuvenated with the clarity, and that the resources needed to do what she needs to do to take care of her parents will be provided, that they will flow from heaven in big ways, be it money, be it facilities, be it whatever she needs, that you bless her, Father, for doing the thing that must be done by all of us to take care and nurture our parents as they nurtured us. So, Father, we we pray for healing. We pray for restoration. We pray for rejuvenation. We pray for resources, and we pray for the blessings of Jesus to settle down upon her. And we declare these things in the authorities given to us by our Savior, Jesus Christ. Good evening, Bard's Warriors. Update on Olivia. I saw Olivia on Tuesday. The tracheotomy has been done. She is still receiving dialysis. Her kidneys are not working. However, her liver has recovered. Neurologists sat with Olivia's mom and I and explained that it will take months, if not years, for her brain to recover if it ever does. The frontal lobe has been damaged due to the length of time without oxygen. Of course, my response to the neurologist was, and was, was, and who created the brain, and the doctors are still trying to figure it out. What humans can determine God's will for what humans can determine God's will for someone? Blank stare. While I was in was I was with Olivia, she absolutely knows it's me. I spoke to her, read scripture, and held my phone to her ear to hear Scott pray for her. I told her that an entire nation is praying for her and that she must fight and remain strong. I felt a heaviness come over me that that pointed to the fact that Olivia needs to be delivered from the evil that she that has bound her. I saw it, I saw it fighting her. I saw it fighting her. I know the power that Jesus has in the heaven he has given to us. He has I have been I have I have never been faced with the task yet and I am before Father strengthening my armor. I have no fear and I am preparing please pray for me. Continue to lift Olivia up for the main electrodes in her brain to fire in harmony. Cast out the confusion, healing of her kidneys. Her mom called me Tuesday evening after I left and Olivia uh, uh, bit a part of her tongue off. She has been uh, posturing as if it is a seizure, uh, uh, if it is a censor. I'm, I'm just no words over the whole thing. Much love to you all. Thank you isn't enough. May God bless Scott and Bart's family, praying a bloodline around all of you during the gathering at Saints in Juba City, in Yuba City, Renee. 
Father, this um, drugs and demons, the portals that bind us, confuse us, that are opened through abuse and through neglect and through bad choices and influence, all instruments of the father of lies. We can pray for the casting out of demons, Father. But we know that ultimately that can be only fully accomplished if there's an acceptance of Jesus in the heart. So, Father, this is a prayer of both. We pray out that the influences that are influencing Olivia be rebuked and silenced, that they be pushed aside that they are no longer able to influence her in any way. And Jesus, we just pray for the presence, your presence there before her, to remind her of the power of the Holy Spirit and of your love and of the sacrifice you made for us. And in those moments, Jesus, we ask that a clarity and discernment come over her, a perfection in that moment of, of speech, that she's able to speak your name, Jesus, into the world. And in so doing, speak the words necessary to cast out the demons that now possess her. And Jesus, with your blessing, as you have cast out legions before, may the demons that possess her be dispersed, be cast out, and be forced to leave this young lady. That all that is, that is there, we rebuke and we set up as a hedge of protection. And as this moment now, with the extension of our prayers, happens in the presence of Olivia, that the words are spoken, our Savior's name spoken, and the demons cast out. Father, whatever other confusion and pain is there, whatever neglect is in the past, whatever torments that sit within the soul, the spirit, and the heart, may they be healed. And may this be a restorative moment, a moment of overcoming all odds. This is a moment where confusion will reign, a moment where doubt settles in. This is a moment where the darkness leverages all of that. May our armor be strong and all those that are around her be indomitable to remember that no weapon forged against us can succeed. And Father, we pray for miraculous healing. The doctors are painting the picture like they always do of the terminality, terminalness of the brain and the body. May they be wrong. May their words be rebuked, not to be spoken over this person. As doctors always speak, what they speak are like curses and chants. That they try to forecast the doom rather than elevate the hope. Well, we speak hope. We speak life over Olivia. We speak restoration over Olivia. We speak Jesus over Olivia. And we speak incredible, miraculous healing over Olivia that her full body functions are restored to perfection, that her mind is returned. And in the process, she becomes yet another powerful voice, a light on this world for kingdom to speak to the power of healing and overcoming the impossible. And in so doing, be able to reach into those most damaged, most affected by this terrible time in which we live, to be able to speak Jesus, to raise them up and to bring home the many that are lost, damaged, or even entrapped and enslaved by the grips of the demonic and the father of lies. May she rise up to be a mighty warrior, 
healed in the might of kingdom, restored within the beauty and the love of, of Jesus. We say these things in Christ Jesus' name, declared by the authorities given to us by our Savior, Jesus. Hello, Nikki. I was told to contact you for prayer requests for Friday. I have a friend who has been estranged from her son for seven years. She has prayed hard and tried to connect with him several times to no avail. The weekend while her husband is on this weekend while her husband is on a fishing trip, she will go to his home to try to talk to him and reconnect. During the seven years he has he has married. May the Holy Spirit work to reunite this family. And as you are leading, Father, I speak testimony to this moment. As you reminded me of my own life with an estrangement with my father and my family for 10 years. It was my mother who built the bridge of healing. The power of the mother that never forgets what it is to carry a son. May you bless Nikki. Are you, I'm sorry. May you bless this friend of Anne's who is seeking to heal and mend a distance and a, a separation of seven years. May she carry the power and the light of the Holy Spirit as she confronts her son. May that moment be one that sparks love and begins the process of healing. And through this process, may truth be spoken, that the words necessary be said in open, not held in the heart or buried deep within the soul. And over the process of healing, may a restoration occur within this family that knits and weaves together a closeness otherwise unimagined. Father, you have shown me that path. I've lived that path. And you've shown me the mightiness of the Holy Spirit, the power of the mother, and the power of truth. And so may prayers settle in over this family, prayers of massive restorative healing, prayers of massive forgiveness, prayers of truth. And may all that weave together to create a powerful connection, a rekindling of a bond of love compassion and love for one another. We know those walks and those are baby steps many times, but may these baby steps begin and then those steps grow to strides and those strides comes to runs. And together, may this family rise up again to be a powerful united family in the love of the kingdom. We declare this over this family by the authorities given to us by our Savior. Prayers for my husband who is in the ER, we think is Headaches are CSF, pressure headaches. We can't get a diagnosis or treatment. Diuretics help some. I have been crying all morning. My, my husband has, was refused as patient by the CSF clinic, which was our last hope for the mystery symptoms he's having, which are intermittent but getting worse and worse, as a neurologist told him would happen years ago. I know God is good even when we are in the darkness, and I know only response is to close doors is to praise him for what he is going to do. So I praise him while crying, but I would be grateful for your prayers for a door to open and for God to reveal his goodness and love and mercy to my husband who only feels the scourge. Thank you. Update. He is a little better right now, 
but he can he can make sudden changes and now is losing time, possible absence seizures and having hallucinations. Prayers for his faith and trust that God will use this for good are most important, though. Tam Ray. The word given to me, Father, is that when the rejection occurred, the eyes turned to the proper place, to you. So to Tam Ray and her husband, put your eyes on Father. Trust in him only, fully, and be relieved. Father, if it is your will, may healing be put upon these two. Healing deep within each of them and their soul to take away the fear and to restore the body. Whatever is ailing Tamray's husband, may it be cast out. We declare total and full healing over him with the authorities given to us by our Savior. And Father, be it your will, may this man be restored fully. Whatever ailment is, is befalling him, may that ailment be cast away, his body restored to the fullness of kingdom, his mental clarity and acuity restored, and his health given back to him as it was intended in the perfection of how we are designed. May this leave the doctor stunned once again. Yet another testimony as to their incapacity and incapability of dealing with the true sense of sickness in our world. And rather, as the heart of both Tam and her husband are turned towards Jesus, may they repent again and put themselves before Christ, giving themselves more deeply and fully to the body of Christ, and in so doing, build a greater depth of love between them through their commitment for Jesus. Father, this is not a statement to where their faith is, as you know my heart, but rather a place of stepping into a deeper level of commitment into you. And for each of them to have confidence in the authorities given to us and the power of prayer, which can heal. To put our faith within the kingdom for healing, not within the institutions of men. So we pray healing. We declare healing. And be it your will, Father, we pray for immediate and miraculous healing over Tamra's husband. In the mighty name of Jesus, I ask the, you, Lord, to put a hedge of protection around Bard's Fest. Please protect all attendees, volunteers, all the speakers, particularly Scott, who is leading the way for uh, leading the way for this event as they travel to and fro. We pray that Bard's Fest change lives, changes our country, and move people closer to you, Lord, in such a profound way. We thank you, Lord, for the all the technology to work smoothly, that everyone arrives well and stays healthy. Their spirits are lifted to, any entire, to an entire new level of belief in you, Lord, and that any type of fear or anxiety be removed from the people's hearts. We thank you, Lord, for the new levels of authority that will be embraced over this enemy that is plaguing our country, our children, our schools, our medical system, and our leaders. We know, Lord, that authority carries responsibility with it. Without truth, there is no real authority. We know, Lord, that this is the truth that delivers us, delivers a soul from the bondage of a lie. We thank you, Lord, for Scott as he leads the way in your word, your love, and the truth. He encourages, encourages us to take 
to take the sword of the Spirit and defend our children, our families, and our Constitution. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Mary Beth Knight. Father, thank you. And we do pray and accept and acknowledge this prayer that may the event coming up next week, Bardsfest, the convening of the war councils be truly that, the sparking of fires across this nation and across the world that are so profound and so mighty that each carries the sword of the Spirit to their home and raises up a united revival around them. Each revival can be small, maybe one or two or more, but may there be so many, may the sparks of fire be so numerous that it overwhelms the enemy. In this hour that we convene at Bardsfest, may you bless us all, whether there or online or in prayer. However the connection be, Father, that you spark something greater. We've witnessed the revivals of many coming to one location, but what we haven't witnessed is a revival that sparks revivals around the globe. If it is your will, Father, may this be the moment that such an event happens that through a single event, no matter how many are present, that the inspiration and power and courage that comes from the warrior Christ step up within all of us, that it sparks the fires that rage across the world, across the nation, and shocks the enemy and casts them back on their heels. We know the enemy will spark back with rage, with fangs out, and may we stand boldly with the sword of the Spirit in our hand as we smote him down, crush him, and reveal him for what he is. May this be the hour, Father, the truth becomes the shining light that sheds the scales from the eyes of the many that willfully follow this corrupted lie. And may the parents and the strength of the mothers and the fathers be revived to start stepping up to protect their children. And may the hand of the enemy that seeks to groom or touch the children not only be taken away, but his life forfeited with the millstones to cast into the sea to remind all that you are not to harm the little ones. Father, this is a mighty prayer in the name of Joshua and his army of Jericho. This is a mighty prayer spoken in the name of David. And his overcoming of Goliath. And this is a mighty prayer spoken in the name of Gideon as he raised up his 300 and destroyed an entire army with pots of lights and horns. So Father, in this hour, we pray for Bard's Fest, and we confirm the prayer of Mary Beth Knight. We bless her and thank her for this wonderful prayer as an inspiration to lead us to greater heights, greater love, and greater mightiness within the glory of kingdom, the love in our hearts, to walk truly as soldiers in this army with loving and forgiving hearts, knowing that you will lead us, whether by our hand or by yours, to justice and ultimately judgment of this nation. May this be the moment of preparation and the moment of awakening in a greater sense than we've ever imagined. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. I'm asking for prayer for my Aunt Grace. She had another stroke earlier this week, but is now at home and doing okay. She is struggling with memory issues and emotional outbursts direct, directed at my uncle, Wendell, who is having trouble dealing with this. They have been married 60 plus years and it is heartbreaking for him to be losing her. He is also struggling with back and hip pain issues. Please pray for their healing and that they will both come to know Jesus Christ. 
I will be on an airplane en route to California to visit them during Bended Knee Friday, but I will be praying along with everyone. Thank you so much, Little Red Rocking Chair. This is some of the sadness of the walk that we make in this world, Father, that is so corrupted. Two loving people that in the end somehow be put, are put at odds with one another for ailments that we cannot understand. Father, we pray mercy and peace over these two. We pray for your hand of mercy in such a profound way to restore them to a place of love and nurturing within the body of Christ. May this moment be one of profound realization. And Jesus, may your presence come to these two. That wherever they are in their walk, meet them where they are. Restore them in their hearts and their souls and their spirit. And the ailments of the mind be cast out. Aging is something we face. But may this aging be graceful. May this aging be one of a merciful hand of you, Father. May this aging be one of a walk together in peacefulness. And as each ages, may they find the glory that they've always had with one another to love and to nurture, to forgive, and to continue to move on until their end days. May they not be burdened with the issues that divide them, but rather be blessed with the grace and glory of a united love to their last breath. Guide them, protect them, bless them. Jesus, present yourself to them and give them the presence of the Holy Spirit. I'm asking for prayer for my friend, Bob. He's been diagnosed with an ulcer in his left eye. I know I know prayer is powerful, and God hears and heals. Thank you so much, and God bless you, Gail. Well, Father, we want to see a miraculous and spontaneous healing to Bob's eye. An ulcer in his eye, as we imagine him standing before us and our hands placed around him, we pray for miraculous and spontaneous healing. We declare that healing over him and the authorities given to us by our Savior. And Father, be it your will. Let his vision be restored to perfection. May his eyes be restored in full healing. And whatever other ailments fill his, are in his body, may they be cast out. And may the knowledge of the source of this healing be undeniable, that this is a source of healing that comes from the Holy Spirit and from your love, Father. And through the power of prayer, that is all focused upon him to restore his body in his mind, in his soul, and his spirit, to the perfection the kingdom intended. Amen. This is my first time on Telegram, so I'm learning, however, we've listened to Scott for so long, for, for a long time. My 93-year-old mother-in-law is temporarily living with us, and she loves to listen to Bards FM with us each day. She asked if I'd post a dire prayer request for her 69-year-old daughter, my sister-in-law, Sharon, from Seattle area, who got sick about two weeks ago and diagnosed with stage 4 cancer, liver cancer. Yes, she's jabbed to the hilt and a believer. Sharon has put the, in, was put in the hospital and is very weak. Prayers for her return to the Lord, her health and life, 
and the restoration of the relationships within her family, husband, grown son, and daughter. Thank you in advance, Kathy C. Well, Father, <laughs> just the story of a family listening to the prayers and to the things that we share on this show is just such an uplifting moment. So thank you for that spark of life and love. And may you bless Kathy C. and her mother-in-law with just the grace of, of, of love and the blessing of health. For Kathy's sister-in-law, Again, a situation where poor decisions were made. And unfortunately, in a time of fear, and we know very well that the, we're not well trained in our belief to the magnitude of what fear does and how it affects us. And so unfortunately, we've ended up with many victims, Father, in this time. They succumbed to the fear, thinking they were doing the right thing, led by weak shepherds led by a weak institution, and worse than that, an institution that deceived people intentionally. Whatever the motivation that has led Kathy's sister-in-law, Sharon, into the jab, we pray that those, we pray mercy and forgiveness, and now we pray restoration. Father, with the authorities declared upon us, we pray truly for a full restoration of Sharon in her health, in her relationships, in her love and her compassion and the strength of her soul and spirit. Wherever she is, we just ask now that she become an example again of the power of kingdom of healing, not the power of medical institutions to kill. And Father, we make want this to be such a profound moment that it's undeniable where the healing comes from. Jesus, we just ask for your presence there. This healing is a healing, Father, by your will that is much bigger than just a physical body. It's the healing of the will within us, the casting out of fear. It's the healing of the relationships within a family. It's the strengthening of the love of the Holy Spirit that weaves us all together. So be it your will, however your will is, Father, that healing, that deep healing, we declare over her and over this family to bring that weave back together, a restoration of true love in our Savior and true love in you, Father, and through that, the strength and healing of the physical body. So bless them, Father. We pray mercy, we pray healing, and we declare this healing and the authorities given to us by our Savior, Jesus. Good morning, Bart's family. I want to say thank you for prayers and love towards my family and I. Graduation day for my oldest daughter that left her, left her family a year ago, had tears, hugs, and love. And I, tears, hugs, and I love you too, mom, within it all. Praying that this is the start of communication and healing for this whole family. I contacted Nikki and Scott to update and thank I would also like to thank Laura Lee and Flightworks Mary for your love and prayers. I am praying with you all daily, Montana. A blessing, Father, and a reminder of the power of prayer to heal and to even in those things that seem impossible. We pray 
a continued blessing over Montana and her family. We pray a continued blessing over the building of bridges and the building of the strength of the love of family. Whatever has caused the rift, may it be cast aside. Whatever influences sit around there, may they be stripped from their, their power of influence. And may Montana's daughter, restored completely with eyes to see, ears to hear, and a true heart for her family. Father, families are complicated things, we all know. There's things that happen. There's things that pull us away. There's influences in this time that are unmeasurable. Our greatest prayer for Montana's daughter is clear sight and discernment, that she is restored in the foundations of how we were intended to be strong, to be the children of the Most High, to have great clarity of what's before her, to, to separate the whispers from the truth, to see truth before her, and to understand the power of love and prayer to heal. And above all, Father, may this restoration be very clear in her heart where it comes from, not only from the love of family and her mother, but the love of Jesus, which heals. May the Holy Spirit fill her. May the Holy Spirit draw her closer to you. And may the desire to seek Jesus be overwhelming to where that becomes her singular pursuit in all that she does. Bless this family, Father, in our Savior's name. My 84-year-old father, Jody Cutler, is in the final stages of cancer that I know was caused by the vaccine. It happened very quickly. My entire family is vaccinated despite my youngest son, who is now 22, being permanently and severely disabled by the last DTAP in at 18 months. We've been shouting from the rooftops for 20 plus years, even though my son won a settlement. Let's see. I think we did this. I'm gonna, we're just going to do it again. That's okay. Even though my son won a settlement in in uh, vaccine court, we pleaded with the family and friends not to get the vaccine. No one listened. My mom did read the real Dr. Fochi to my oldest at my oldest son's request and decided amongst against the booster, but the damage had already been done. I've been keeping a list of people we know who have suffered or died from having the vaccine, but nothing prepared me for adding my dad to which sounds, sounds terribly selfish. I've been listening to Scott religiously for quite some time and would be very very forever grateful if you would please raise my father up in prayer that he doesn't suffer that god forgives him and welcomes him into heaven thank you and god bless sturdy barbie so father we we pray for sturdy barbie's father jody cutler and he seems to be in a very dark place in the final stages of cancer, a cancer that there seems to be a foreknowledge that this was caused by a bad choice in taking the injection. And while that may seem trite, we know that this is a big issue of separation and decision and discernment that was put before us all. Father, we pray right now for the health of Jody Cutler. We pray that he be restored, that the cancer that he has be removed, and that whatever consequences of the vax be removed from his body. 
We pray that in this process that to be a profound encounter. And Jesus, we ask you for the presence of that encounter, to have a profound encounter with you, Jesus. An encounter that will humble him, bring him to you, and to lead to a, a request and desire to seek forgiveness and repentance for all that was done in life. We pray for this family, the greater understanding and awakening of what has happened here with this injection and the power and speakers of truth settle in to have honest conversations, that the family becomes stronger through this process, not weaker, that truth becomes the bridge that builds a greater love within kingdom, and that together there is a greater desire to seek that love in Christ, the repentance that we must do, the deep repentance, and the purging of those things that have caused us to arrive at a point of despair. May the burdens of fear, may the burdens of anxiety of death, may all of these things be cast away. May we celebrate the moment here as a family in a profound way. And may they knit a deeper and closer love to the body of Christ, blessed by kingdom, blessed by you, Father, to raise them up in such a mighty way that as each moment moves forward, each moment is blessed and cherished to create new and powerful memories of love and unitedness in a family as we move forward. However your will is that this moves, Father, our declaration, we pray, is to have healing and the disposal of cancer and the healing of the deeper spirit within the family and the loving Christ. Please, prayers for wisdom, guidance, and direction from Father to know that right work he wants me to be doing. Thank you. God bless. Charbert. Well, Father, we... We constantly talk about seeking right work, and we know that as the word given to me this last week was the word that you took time to think about each of us and what our purpose would be here on earth before you created us. You wrote that in a book, and it's something we must seek. So, Father, we, we pray for Charbert. We pray that the clarity of intention of right work will set before her, the understanding of purpose settle in within her heart, and that the ability to seek you, to find you, to talk to you, to see your face becomes a portal opened in magnificent ways. May what you place before her guide her. May she hear those words, and we pray that you. she hears your words of steps to take that leads her on that path to something greater and more profound that she can ever imagine. So, Father, we pray for this renewal of Charbird. We pray for this strengthening of Charbird. We pray for this clarity of Charbird. And we pray these things over Charbird and the authorities given to us in the greater works than he. Praise reports. Yes, yes, yes. Prayer is powerful. I have a road, I have a road by my home that has a drug dealer, very obvious, I roll down my windows and claim the land back that the enemy has stolen, and the other day his trailer was gone. You hear me, gone. Peacemaker, I told those around his trailer, I was praying and this land was coming back. That's Echotherm 77. Well, praise Jesus, praise you, Father, praise the Holy Spirit, that the words spoken in the mightiness and authorities given to us by our Savior, are used as to take back, to be peacemakers, not peacekeepers, to take the authority over the land, to cast out the evil, and to restore this to the power and glory of kingdom. Bless Icotherm 77. 
bless his path, strengthen him in his walk in kingdom. This is a praise report. And thank you. When my 23-year-old son died at a party from a cocaine laced with fentanyl 10 years, 10 months ago, I was beyond crushed. I kept thinking back to the adoption and how I slept with him on my chest for the first night we had custody. I thought about how the only way we could have adopted him and his three sisters was by God's hand. He was a prodigal and he was headed back. He was he had started going back to church and sent his mom a link to a sermon called When Your Way Isn't Working. One last party before everyone moved away from the college town was one party too many. I knew I would never be the same man again and that somehow God would mold me. I, I had no idea how that would work, how that would look. But I, also, but I was also in shock. I didn't eat for almost two weeks after his death. I didn't know what to do and where to head. I knew I had to be there for my five daughters. But man, was it hard. So I listened to Bard's FM. It was my lifeline to some kind of sanity. The primary topic was the craziness of the country and the world we are experiencing and how to prepare and contend. That helped me a lot because I was contending with a huge loss and preparing for life without my son. And Scott's continual grounding in God and Jesus helped keep me sane in the most difficult time I've ever experienced. God used bards to keep me from going off the edge, because I really wanted to sit in my room and never go out again. Thank you, Scott and Bards Nation, for being there. It's still hard. I have a deed to a cemetery plot, and in my mind I keep seeing the headstone. I keep thinking of things that I want to tell my son and help him grow. But I'm getting better. I'm getting more and more functional every day. And God will use me in ways that I still can only imagine. Keith. The father of a son that has been taken. There's a certain metaphor there, Father, that sits before us and reminds us of the weight that you carried as you sacrificed your son for us. Father, we proclaim a restorative healing over Keith. Jesus said we could do greater works than he. So we're proclaiming that right now. Not only a healing of the heart, not only a healing of the wound in the heart, but something greater, an inspiration within the heart, Father, an inspiration to see clearly where you need him to go, to take this moment, to lift up a voice, to become strong in the world in a way that leads others away from those temptations and brings them back, for him to be a father to others. As that word said in my heart, to be a father to others, as he was a father to his son, to truly be of a strong voice. And in spite of the burden and pain that he's given for him to realize that he can only fulfill this destiny by having suffered the loss of his son who is now in heaven. He gave a love and a life to a young man. He gave them a father. And now 
may the blessing fall upon him to realize the strength of that gift to be a father to others, to keep them away from this darkness in a time when so many are fatherless. Bless him, Father. Bless Keith and all he does. Bless the love that he continues to share. Lift the weight off of him that seems to paralyze him and let him hear the words that you want him to hear, to be a father, to be strong in this moment and to use the pain as a righteous fire, to stand up mightily in this world, to face this enemy and realize this enemy wants to do this over and over. And instead of allowing it to raise the sword of the spirit to step into the gap and to truly be a peacemaker for those innocents that need the leadership and the guidance to keep them from moving astray. Bless him, guide him, lead him. Jesus, make your presence known to him. In your name, amen. Two more. An offering of thanks and praise. Yesterday, Thursday, my 18-year-old son was involved in an accident pulling a five-ton dump trailer load with a pickup. The heavy load began to sway, and he lost control at some 50 miles per hour. The resulting crash had the truck rolled on the driver's side. Despite having no seatbelt on and the driver's window down, he only suffered a small grass burn on his left arm. Also, despite being on a crowded roadway, no other vehicles were involved. Thank you, Jesus, for watching over him. Chris in Michigan. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Chris is such a wonderful part of our community, and you've blessed him with a moment here. And may that moment settle into his son and give him son new strength in the understanding of the power of the Holy Spirit. May this be a reminder and a lesson in this moment that all eyes must remain on kingdom. May you continue to bless Chris with all that he does for this community and all he does for his family. And may this be a moment that they can share that brings the closeness of his family together more, more deeply in the body of Christ to realize truly the power of the Holy Spirit in looking over and of us. And as we turn our lives over to them, how we are looked after even when we don't know. Guide them and bless them. Make your presence known to them, Jesus, in our Savior's name. Last one. Thank you, Father, and thank you, Bard's Nation Prayer Warriors. Last week's Mayo Cancer Surveillance Screens, absolutely no indication of recurrence. So grateful and blessed. High vistas. Well, praise Jesus, praise the Holy Spirit, and praise you, Father. Thank you for the blessings of healing over High Vista, and may that blessing continue with her in so many ways. May the strength of this moment continue to elevate her up, to strengthen her voice, and to be yet another powerful testimony to the power of healing through prayer and, the, and the, our Holy Spirit. May you bless her, guide her, and direct her. We say these things in our Savior's name. Amen. Well, patriots, that concludes our Friday prayer. If you'll please join me, we'll close with a final prayer. Father, we're thankful for the time we come together each Friday. We're thankful for the prayers that we share and have the opportunity to pray for others. And we're thankful for the growing willingness of people to share their prayers in times of need or for whatever they need. Father, we pray that each of the prayers that are answered here strengthen them, strengthen each recipient and strengthen us to realize truly the power under which we live, the glory of you, Father, 
the one God, the true God, the God of hosts, that through prayer we are truly peacemakers and that profound things can be changed, that we're not limited to one thing, but we are provided with an infinite array of things that we can reach for, strive for, and accomplish. Father, may the trust in heaven, the trust in kingdom, the trust in you, the trust in the power of the blood, the trust in our Savior continue to fuel within us that in the times when we feel overwhelmed, that all that are touched by prayers turn first and deeply to you, to be honest in our hearts, not to be restrained, to speak truly what we feel so that you can hear where we're at, not to try to polish it or shape our message to be more appropriate for you, but to be honest within our hearts to you so that you know truly where we are. May you guide us in these times, Father, to continue to provide the wisdom necessary for us to continue to mature in the mightiness of the sons and daughters of the Most High. And as we take these steps into our authorities, may you continue to open the doors that only you open and close those that only you can close to continue to reveal to us the greatness of what sits before us and the power which we wield through you against an enemy that continually tries to convince us that he's greater May we laugh at those ideas. May we find the strength and confidence to stand before him and never to bow. May we raise up and wield the holy the sword of the Spirit with such mightiness that the, many, the enemy cowers and shatters away. We pray for our children, Father, across this nation that are constantly under a siege. And we pray a rebuke to all of the darkness that the enemy wields, to cast them back, to house them into, into the darkness, and to prevent them from reaching in to touch the children, the elderly, and those that are unwittingly, knowingly deceived. For the enemies that continue to rise up, may they be confronted with the power truly of the heart of those that walk in the Holy Spirit. And may it be so overwhelming and powerful that they're broken to their knees, whimpering and begging for mercy. May all that they do continue to be revealed to the world, that nothing they do be hidden in its lurks in darkness. And may the truth continue to be revealed. No matter how hard and painful, may it continue to pour out, to open up people's eyes, to realize that we are truly dealing with the darkness of dark. And in those moments of despair that shape this nation, that will affect this nation in many ways, may the remnant be present. May our words be heard. May our prayers resound. May we be the part of this moment in time that heals the wounds, dispels the fear, and works mightily with you, Father, with the Holy Spirit, and with Jesus to restore a nation that is truly broken, to restore a nation back to its foundations of faith and moral responsibility and moral law, a nation now that will be able to shed its scales to see clearly through this illusion and stand up once again as a nation under God, under you, Father, humbled before the throne. Guide us in this hour. Bless this nation with mercy, Father, and with grace. May we pray mercy. And may the issues that continue to confront us, may this nation of Bard's nation be protected, a hedge of protection placed around it, a mightiness of the sword of the Spirit be wielded, and in the hours that we are now approaching towards this festival of Bard's Fest, an assembly, both physical and digital, by connection distance and by local. May that spark a massive spark of revival around the world, an inspiration for others to seek 
and an enemy to be overwhelmed and rebuked. Guide us and protect us, and we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Authorities proclaimed in our Savior's name. Amen. Well, patriots, I thank you for your commitment and time spent today in these prayers. I thank you for all the the prayers shared and the healing that we push out together. May we be guided each and every step with the Holy Spirit. May we be lifted with our love in Jesus. And may we never, ever bow, ever bow to this enemy. Be bold. Proclaim your authorities. Be peacemakers. And let's take back this land. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Bards FM. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, This country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country.
old evil that has waited thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.